hey scott how do we know um joseph and mary were married when they had jesus how because mary wrote his ass all the way to Bethlehem. oh my gosh i hate that i walked into that and you've <laughs> told me that joke before and i didn't even see it coming i knew you had a joke lined up and i knew that was it don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses <laughs> dearly beloved Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians. We are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Evan. And we are two ex-accountability partner failures. Yeah. What does that mean to you, Evan? <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, whenever you have, like, whenever there are two or more churchmen that have gathered, um, <laughs> no. there's an accountability partnership or an accountability group where you, you know, make sure oh, that boy. each other isn't sinning and it's always related to jacking off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was going to, I was about to say X Covenant Eyes users, but I found out you were not a user of that. It was never a Covenant Eyes. Scott, can you explain a little bit more about what Covenant, Covenant Eyes is? I would love to. Covenant Eyes was a program slash uh, email kind of newsletter slash app that you'd use. I always thought it, it was a browser, but it sounds more like a browser plugin. It was all these things, but you're right. Now you're reminding me there was a browser that you would specifically use and it would track everything you ever did online. And what it would do is is compile anything that was on their quote unquote bad list, their naughty list. It's Christmas time. This wasn't the nice <laughs> list. It was the naughty list according to Covenant Eyes. And they would the most insane and hilarious part is that they would send the results to whoever your accountability partner was in a weekly email. And that was probably the most, that was like a Christmas present every week. I looked forward to that email from my other accountability partners at the time because most weeks there'd be nothing. Every now and then you might see something and I would laugh my butt off. <laughs> That's hilarious and also awful, Scott. Yeah, sorry. And really bad, but I shouldn't have laughed. But man, what a what a wild concept. And most people you knew from right from the get go that if there was just nothing for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, you were like, something's up. There's no way they're getting past all this. But, yeah, they're just using a different browser. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But man, I, I just never get those emails. I remember somebody showing it to me. They're like, dude, you should get like Covenant Eyes is pretty good. Like, you, you know, it protects you from like, you know, sinning. And I was like, that seems like work. <laughs> that feels like something I don't want to do right now. <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> oh, I man. I don't think I ever really... <laughs> I never really allowed religion and technology to intersect because I didn't believe that mm -hmm. old white Christian men knew anything about technology. No, no, they would right. never. So, <laughs> well, Scott, I it's getting to be it's getting to be Christmas time. It is Christmas time coming up. Yeah someone's in the air. although it might be past if you're listening to this episode by now well yeah maybe just past but it's still christmas time i mean hey if you listen to this in july stuff yeah christmas christmas in july christmas. wherever you are out there um during this season you know you're gonna hear a lot of carols you're gonna hear a lot of you know different songs and i always liked christmas carols growing up as a kid because especially even the more like jesus-y ones they were just like worship songs in minor key which was always cool like it was different than just your standard G That's, chord, C chord, and D chord. It's a really good observation. Yeah. Yeah. Like Silent Night is Silent Night is a really good song. And it's yeah. got a really good tune to it. And Little Drummer Boy is also one of my favorite ones, but I also don't know why it exists. I didn't there's no <laughs> <laughs> I never understood the purpose of Little Drummer Boy. Especially sung in church. We would do it sometimes, but and uh the whole I, I started looking into it and i was like okay like what's the concept of this and um i think the original concept of the little drummer boy song from what i gathered is that you have a very poor kid who only has one thing who has been invited to you know play his drum in front of you know the king of the universe you know wow. so it's a very much like bridging the gap i mm -hmm. still can't get over the lyrics to this song though and that's what I'm going to pull up. Oh, right. I'm, I'm so glad you're doing this. I never even watched, like, I was never interested in Little Drummer Boy stuff. Even as a kid, I thought, give me Santa, give me Rudolph, give me Frosty. I don't want Drummer Boy. Never the was a fan. movie itself is wild. Like the, the 50s claymation one? Yeah. I've seen snippets. Because, I mean, that was back in the day when they were just like, oh, there's this song that happened that someone wrote. Let's turn it into a 38-minute special. <laughs> the epitome of adding the runtime, and you know. Um, so it starts off, come they told me. So people just walked up and they're like, Hey kid, get your drum and get over here. <laughs> a newborn king to see, which like goes ahead and tells you how much like everybody knows at that point because all they're just saying is newborn king they're not saying newborn king of like the world anything there's like a new king just got born come on just, yeah some some king yeah Let me put on my marching band straps <laughs> um <laughs> our finest gifts we bring pom pom. i'm skipping those thank you you're you're skipping all the best parts yeah i was giving the best parts uh, to, -pum -pum. to lay before the king and the kids just like well shit all I've got is this drum and my clothes. And these beats. Um, and these <laughs> mad beats. <laughs> so to honor him when we come. Little baby. I am a poor boy too. Which I okay, thought We're assuming the baby's poor, first of all. <laughs> <assuming the baby's laughs> poor. Also, to be fair, this is a little drummer boy. This is a kid. He's like, oh, crap. You know, we got to go see this king. And then he like 
well, because like I'm not seeing a palace anywhere. I'm not seeing, you know, any like uh, gold wreaths or anything. And they're like, all right, the king's right in there in the manger. And the little drum boy is like, not in the, didn't get a room? Not a, no. not a diamond member? <laughs> <laughs> not a diamond member. Nope. nope. He's in the manger with, with the ox and the cow. Um, he's over there and he walks up and he's like, all right. Looking around, he's like, Jesus, this looks like where I was born. Um, <laughs> Jesus is like, what? And uh, <laughs> there was a little baby. I am a poor boy, too, because he's just kind of assuming. He's like, all right, I don't know yep. this deal. Assuming you've been told you're a king, I, I know what it's like to be poor, so let me play. And he's like, I have no gift to bring that fits to give the king shall I play for you on my drum Mary in her exhaustion now has a drummer boy playing right in her face that's what I want to talk about this song is yeah (laughs) just pause there is who on earth would invite has everyone ever been on a near a a new mom and an infant the last thing you want is a baby uh, with a drum another baby with a drum coming into your (laughs) residents practicing <laughs> yes that's great just play it right in my face just play that's right there right in front beautiful. of the baby yeah let's we don't yep. need sleep today <laughs> yep nope. we, we i just did the single most painful thing a human can endure and, and now you're making it worse now you're gonna beat a drum <laughs> so was mary nodding or was she falling back asleep we don't know um the ox and lamb kept time. Very musically talented oxen and lamb in this yeah. manger we have here. I played my drum for him. I played my best for him. Wow. This goes into kind of the Jim Gaffigan joke of like, we know Jesus was a carpenter. Never said he was a good carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't know that the little drummer boy is a good drummer. I mean, he basically got a nod from a baby and a nod from a cow. All we, yeah. Um, And they're the ones keeping time. Yeah. Um, Yikes. Um, Um, Then he smiled at me. Me and my drum. And then this version says me and Sandra at the bottom of it. Sandra. I haven't gotten a chance to listen. Ah, uh, yeah, Sandra. You, you remember Sandra? Remember? Sandra she brought the jello to the nativity. <laughs> I brought oh, a I casserole too. You look hungry. <laughs> you look hungry. I was like, what are you doing? Get us some water. Come on now. Gold, frankincense, myrrh, and orange jello. <laughs> brought by Sandra. By Sandra. <laughs> I don't see Sandra in my drummer boy lyrics. Um, okay. I think this is that just might, something might be a typo. Yeah, it might be a typo. It might be just something put in there. Do you remember um, Mercy Me doing this song? Yes. They made it real, real dramatic. That's my favorite is trying to really amp, like ramp this one up to a worship level song. Like yeah. we would sing this one as if it was like a worship song. I'm like, this is all just a made up little boy. Like, we're just singing. Like, we're just singing. He's not tied to the Bible. Yeah. Singing about this made up boy that. We might as well be singing, like, how the Grinch stole Christmas during. (laughs) 
You're a mean one, bum, 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 Mr. Grinch. <laughs> Can you imagine on Sunday morning? Just 39 and a half foot pole. <laughs> like music director with a big old mic, just like, all right, all together now. You're a mean one. I, I bet my bottom dollar, Evan, there's a church that did that on a Sunday morning somewhere, and they somehow made it work. Like, they tried yeah. to tie it to the sermon topic that hey, day. That's Guarantee lit. It. That's lit. <laughs> I just know, church. if you ever think something's too campy to be done in public, I guarantee a church has done it. I, I promise. If, if you're out there and you happen to know, or if you've listened to this podcast and you've been to church service <laughs> where they've sang the Grinch song. Actually, a better idea... I want to hear from everybody the oddest Christmas song that you've heard in church. Yeah. 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 So if you could send that to unblessedpodcast at gmail.com, that would be perfect. <laughs> Probably the national anthem still on Christmas. I mean, that's still. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's dive into. Uh... Speaking of Christmas, finally, we have like a solid transition. <laughs> yeah. Today we're going to be, um, between this episode and the next episode, we're going to do a two-parter. So it's going to be, uh, we're, it's the Christmas season, we're going to be talking about the nativity. And for this episode, we're going to be in Luke chapter 2. Starting we're going to be playing like spot the difference between these weeks. So see see what you can find different between yeah. Luke 2 and Matthew. What, what's, difference between, what's different between these two pictures? And if yeah. you get all 11 right, get all 11 right uh you get a free email from us <laughs> that says you got all 11 right <laughs> in those days a decree went out from caesar augustus that all the world should be registered this was the first registration when quirinius wow i just Hey, that was close enough. You tried. <laughs> Q-U-I-I-I-N-I-R-I-E-U-S. There you go. I just <laughs> hit the dirt on that name. Yep. Was governor of Syria. <laughs> and all went to be registered. Easter is on town. And Joseph also went out from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed. Hey, Scott, how do we know um, Joseph and Mary were married when they had Jesus? How? Because Mary rode his ass all the way to Bethlehem. Oh, my gosh. I hate that I walked into that. And you've <laughs> told me that joke before. And I didn't even see it coming. I knew you had a joke lined up. And I knew that was it. Don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses. <laughs> how long of a... I looked it up. Do you know how long of a journey it was between Nazareth and Jerusalem? Or, sorry, and Bethlehem? Like a 30-minute drive. Just a quick just a quick hop on the L. <laughs> hop on the L. Straight up down the broad line. It is 138 kilometers, which... Do the math in your head. Uh, that's right. That's a thousand miles. miles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 85 miles. It's 85 miles. Ooh, that's a, that's a trek. Yeah. That's, and I, I looked it up on Google maps, like the actual road currently between Nazareth and 
Oh, wait, I did Jerusalem. Wait. Oh, no, I did the wrong spot. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the misinformation that Scott Moran has been spreading. He's since been fired from the Unblessed podcast. Oh, my gosh. It's still a three-hour walk, though. Okay. A three-hour walk. Okay, okay, if you go to Jerusalem, though, just if you want to keep that in your back pocket, it's 85 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just standing in a, wherever I was the from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth. I'm standing in Nazareth, and I'm like, you know, from here to Jerusalem's 85 miles. Just if you need that in your pocket. Okay, so it's about nine miles. <laughs> Very different trek. <laughs> Extremely different. <laughs> that was a 29-hour walk shaved down to three. <laughs> oh, man, that's the difference between Santa covering the globe in one night and just going to New York or Buffalo. Like, <laughs> So funny. All right, so instead of a 29-hour walk that I was envisioning and really trying to, you know, color in this verse, we got basically you watch a, a few episodes of Stranger Things and you're there. Mary's <laughs> got a tablet. Uh, it's a three-hour hike in modern-day infrastructure. So who okay. knows how long that would have been? We'd say I'd say half a day. I still say. Well, if it's a full day, hours, like if it's only a three hour walk, I'd still say it's probably three hours. Maybe. I mean, you got to trek all that stuff, though. They got to, you know, haul that stuff and they got to, you know, stop and take a break, take a leak, you know. Yeah, Mary's <laughs> pregnant. She's peeing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, got to stop and get something salty, you know. Stop and get gas for the donkey. <laughs> gas. Um, so it's a three hour walk, three hour tour. Three hour tour. <laughs> To be registered with Mary, his betrothed. We only made it five verses. That's fine. Um, was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Um, and in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field. This is kind of my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. <laughs> and the UFO came down, and the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest <laughs> and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. My Why is every angel or representative of the Lord to you, Evan, like a... Someone from Jersey stacking boxes. <laughs> it really, it's the lady from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I'm watching you, Wazowski. <laughs> Always watching. Wow. When the angels went away from into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing, thing that happened. <laughs> Like they didn't, they weren't really paying attention to what was going on. They just kind of, they like got the idea, and they were like, "I, right, I guess, you know, 
Are you bored? I'm bored. Let's see this thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's late. Let's go do something else. I gotta stay awake. These sheep aren't going anywhere. As this thing was that which the Lord has made known to us, and they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. When they saw it, they made known the saying that has been said to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds nice. returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been said to them. Wow. And at the end of the eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called oh. Jesus. Oh, there you go. Gotta just throw that in there. And had a little snip. <laughs> Don't forget that. Important part. Um, yeah, let's talk about these shepherds. So starting in, I mean, really, the, most of this story is about the shepherds keeping watch. And I think we have to note that this is not the little drummer boy. This is what is recorded and what is understood as canon of how people understood who Jesus was. And I think there's like, not to get super serious, but I know part of the story of Christmas and the birth of Christ is that instead of God announcing it to the masses in like a huge ornate, like trumpets blaring from heaven, he did it in a more meek and mild way of just telling the, basically like the blue collar workers of the yeah. day. They were the third shifters. You know, they were the late night truck drivers and God was like, hey, this is the thing that happened. It's going to change the whole world and you are my first messengers. But it also like, it sits differently with me looking back on this story because I always took it as like, oh, see, it's about humility and like, you know, mm. the Lord revealing himself in a, a more mild manner. But if you think about it, these are third shifters on in the fields and they see a vision in the night and then they just start walking taking a late night gas gas station trip basically to the <laughs> bethlehem <laughs> looking at the uh, vault that they've been drinking to stay up and they're like yeah. ooh putting that down <laughs> i mean that would be my reaction i think to if i was a shepherd and there was a legit angel that happened i would like take a look at the coffee that i was drinking and would just be like enough of that for that i night. think that's <laughs> my heart feels weird <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got any Toms? Do you think this was one of the biblically accurate angels that we see in other places? Or do you think it was oh, like a like nice... A thousand eyes and like a head of a lion and... <laughs> like three orbs like circling a, a tongue. Basically, it was like Cthulhu. <laughs> like... <laughs> I hope so. And I... Because what does it say? In an angel of... The, yeah, it was an angel of the Lord that appeared to them. Like... Yeah, just says fear not. I, I think I, I always look back and I think about if these were like the angels in Revelation, it makes sense why they're always saying, do not be afraid, because you think about Wait, I always no, grew up no, with. No, yeah. Stop. No, I know it looks scary. Stop. No, I'm just a bunch of eyes with wings. I'm for, I'm a normal guy. I just got 17 eyes. That's all. I love this drawing of a biblically accurate angel. And I'm going to share my screen right quick. Um, oh, I, I got to see this just for the reference. Basically, all this person did was put the eyes on the wings of an angel instead of the face. That is worse. I'd much rather see the ones that are like spinning <laughs> orbs, you know, that look very myst like mystery. Uh, 
Yeah, these I are like this creepy. one. Two people. One of them is just kind of like, "Hey, what's going on?" And the other one's got like a hand on the hips and like what in the, the world? Being like, "All right, come on." Angels. See, I think we really we dropped the ball with angels in recent history. We made them all like soft, and they have they sit on cotton balls and have feathery wings. Yeah, show me the like real the heavy metal ones. Yeah, go like down. Oh yeah. It looks like some of the Dungeons and Dragons, just like the eye of the beholder right there. This one has like a person with like blacked out eyes. And instead of a left ear, he has a full on lion face. And instead of a wow. right ear, he has an ox head. And then his body, I think, Boy. is like monkey skin. Um, <laughs> and then over on the right, there is a um, crow. Is that a crow? Yeah, a raven head or something? A raven head. And then just kind of the same furry body. Both of them have like four sets of wings. And then I love the one in the center, though. The like I love the jingle bell in the center with an no, with eyeballs for jingles. Like that's what I'm envisioning came to the shepherds that night was just <laughs> an absolute horror fest of go to the one just to the right, like bottom right, like the black and white one right there. That's what I think of this one down here. Oh God. Yes. That That's is what I envisioned. I... They saw. And I'm like, of course I would be panicked. And I'd probably do whatever, whatever that thing said to me, I would do, I would not yeah. hesitate. Wow. Um, I always love that angels start out their like manifesto with do not fear. Cause they, it's like, they've gone through like training and like, all right, yeah. so you look pretty freaking weird. <laughs> And you're going to go down to Earth. And the first thing you need to say, Gabriel, yeah. is fear not. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. It's the same tactic of telling your wife, you know, don't be stressed out. Don't be yeah. anxious. It works. Just say, don't be afraid. It works. <laughs> I, before I tell you, you got to promise not to get mad. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> don't get mad at me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... So the shepherd saw an eyeball with so many wings in the sky that from some mouth said, fear not. <laughs> End up just packing up. They go over to Bethlehem. They say, let's see this thing that happened, um, which the Lord has made known to us. I think that's another interesting thing. Okay, yeah. They do assume, and the, the angel does identify as a Savior who is Christ the Lord. They just know who the Lord is at that point, though. They just know. It's just There's no other explanation they just they're waiting for it and they're uh they know exactly who they're talking about but the next part is very sweet so they get they make with haste and they found mary and joseph and the baby lying in a manger aka a trough um and when they saw it my favorite part is mary says and mary just treasured up these things in her heart and they pondered them she just took those little took those little nuggets of what they said and really just took them home so Three strangers, or however many strangers. I guess we don't know how many shepherds were there. Could have been a bunch. Bunch yeah, of just dirty, sweaty men <laughs> came in and said, nice baby. <laughs> oh, hey there. Hey there with you, you and your baby. That's going to be king of all creation right then there. I tell you, yep. Yep. Oh, shucks. Hey, why don't, why, don't we just, why don't you just hang around for a beer tree? Shucks. <laughs> this is the, the CSV. <laughs> the Canadian standard version. Um, the other part I always like to point out too is that this is the firstborn because people forget that Jesus had siblings that were after yeah. this. How do you think uh, their first birthday went? 
Do you think Mary was expecting anything from like James? Like, do you think anybody showed up? Yeah. <laughs> it's like now for Jesus' birthday, like everybody came to town. And James is just like, all right, ma'am, we've delivered the baby. Anything you'd like to do? Well, we want to stick around and see if anyone, anyone shows up. Might shows pop up. In? I haven't heard much from the angels and the doctor. <laughs> the angels. <laughs> They're like, well, you're racking up a pretty hefty hospital bill here, Mary. So you might yeah, want to pack you're, it up. You're taking a you're taking a bed from Elizabeth over there. <laughs> they were like, well, we do have Power Ranger balloons from last year's birthday, so we'll just reuse those for your birthday, James. Okay, that had to be special. Joseph, can you start can you start blowing up those Power Ranger balloons? Yes, dear. Joseph, the that I, I want to save it for next week because there's a little bit more storyline with Joseph and Matthew. Um, but there there's something to be said about this whole story and Joseph and Mary going, well, I'm pregnant, even though we haven't done anything. And he just goes, I believe you. <laughs> he has the most like, I remember. Um, and we're saving this for next week a little bit. Yeah, well, but I, I do remember like hearing about this in Sunday school as like a teenager or in a sermon or something. And they tried to paint Joseph as like a coward for, you know, just kind of like leaving. But I was sitting there and I was like, if he didn't, God didn't tell him. Yeah. God I was going to say Mary. And that's a perfectly reasonable explanation to be like, because he doesn't run away. He's just kind of like walking around and just kind of like, He's just walking around, kicking rocks around town. Just, just like, ah, I don't down. know what to believe. And then, ah, you know, God comes out and is like, no, she's done the truth. And he's like, right, this is weird enough. I'll take it. <laughs> this is a weird thing that happened and that kind of connects. But like the yeah. whole idea of people being like, he was a coward. And I'm like, I mean, his wife got pregnant and he didn't do anything. Yeah. Wouldn't you be confused? <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, it's we'll save it for when we go through Matthew because there's a lot more, a few more verses on that whole situation. Yeah. But uh, any other thoughts about the birth of the birth of our Lord? I Luke? still don't see no drummer boy. Yeah, they're in Rudolph, and none of them are there. That's a lie. I was, I was some was Scott about this before the podcast. I always forget that the actual like what we consider the Christmas story, a lot of it like leading up to getting an inn in the manger. And Luke is literally only like seven verses. It's not yeah. uh, spread out, um, which go, goes to show like how, you know, how, how much we try to tell this story um, yeah. because it is kind of like what we said before. It is kind of a unique and interesting story. The savior of the world is going to be born and can't be born anywhere except a manger. Can't even get a room at an inn, you know, mm -hmm. much less a palace, you know, Um and so the Christmas story is always kind of one that I have enjoyed. Um, yeah. You know, the songs around Christmas, I think, are really fun. Um, and even the like more churchy ones, I've always had kind of an affinity to. And it really is like a nice story of God revealing it. Like I said earlier, re revealing himself to the humble workers, the, the, yeah. uh, the normies, you could say. Just yeah. It's not kings and queens, but it's those that are working the fields, it's people who can't get a room in the inn. Yeah. Um, and it is a nice story about humility. And yeah. And it's not like this is the first time this has happened to somebody, you know, where they yeah. couldn't get a room in the inn and then they had to like 
go into labor. Like, I'm sure that had happened before. And so I think the message here is that, like, Jesus's birth, though miraculous, was still very normal for the circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. Um, the weird one eyed, uh, a uh, purple people eater in the sky. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, Joseph? <laughs> no. Uh, the one-eyed, one one-armed, flying purple people eater of the angel uh, that delivered the message um, appears to the shepherds and then mm-hmm. the three kings from the Orient or kings from um, the East um, that are traditionally called the three wise men they travel far and wide to come see this. Oh, we should talk about the star, the whole Bethlehem star thing. That's a whole. That's not the Christmas star. That's a life from the nitroglycerin plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about next week with that with uh, Matthew. It's a oh, good yeah. one. Well, Scott, what do you have to plug this week? It's your boy with the same song and dance. I, I got nothing on my plate. I just watched the most abysmal. We were talking about this earlier, but the the most record-breaking uh, comeback in NFL history yesterday with the Colts and Vikings. So oh that's what how I spent my Saturday was watching uh, Matt Ryan, a.k.a. the human dandelion, uh, just <laughs> throw a game against the Vikings and oh, the most mayonnaise quarterback, Kirk Cousins, pulling it off somehow. <laughs> If anybody can out Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, it's Matt Ryan. <laughs> so it's a weird day in Indianapolis today, the day after that. So I don't have much to plug. What about you, Evan? Um, I like to plug a certain type of Christmas music every year. Um, so if you go to Spotify and you look up Christmas Trap, you'll find mm. beautiful playlists of Christmas beautiful. carols and Christmas tunes just turned into trap music when you're at your next family gathering just ask ask nana ask grandma to put that on the record player and just say nothing and see what happens and then just watch aunt bertha break a hip oh her stainless steel hips will just finally crack this season yeah. <laughs> so you're into the christmas trap season right now already oh, yeah that's right wow it's it's always it's always in my rotation you know i was gonna say that doesn't happen until probably the like night before christmas for me so you're you're already there i've been cruising it (laughs) that's awesome thank you so much for listening today um again um you can reach us uh through email uh at unblessedpodcast at gmail.com um or you can reach us at unblessedpod on any social media twitter uh youtube yep linkedin um tiktok <laughs> linkedin <laughs> instagram not linkedin we're not on linkedin um we should be but thank you so much for listening it means a lot to us um we get so encouraged every time we see you know new people start listening so yeah. you know, share this podcast if you want to we really appreciate it uh my name is evan i'm scott and don't forget to close your bible and merry christmas merry christmas oh, 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 oh. Don't forget to close your stocking. (laughs) 